Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Genless, the podcast that's here to help you free yourself from the crap that's holding you back so you can claim the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Jen, and in this episode, we're going to talk about finding clarity even when there's uncertainty. Let's dive in. Hi, friend, it's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a Thursday thread. It's a Thursday thread episode based off of Felicia's episode from Tuesday. So Felicia is a numerologist. She gave me a full-blown numerology report, and I have to share some things (laughs) about it with you and just some really powerful reflections that I had during our conversation, after our conversation, and some things to thread out that I think are really key about what she talked about. So if you haven't listened to that episode, totally cool. And I think it's really fascinating and one that you would really enjoy listening to, whether before this episode or not. But first, I want to tell you about something that my husband and I (laughs) did this past weekend here in Oregon. First of all, last weekend, we jumped out and went to the coast randomly. I call him up. He's It's Saturday. He works on Saturdays right now. And 3.30 p.m., I know he gets off at 4. And I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the coast? And this is an easier decision for us. We don't have children. And our dog just passed away. So it was like, wow, we can really just get away. Like, talk about being untethered. (laughs) (laughs) We're suddenly very untethered and we did. And it was so stinking fabulous. And then I said, you know what? There's only so many weekends left here in Oregon. You really appreciate the sun in Oregon. This is one of those things. You appreciate the sun so much because it rains for six months of the year. And when the sun is here, it's a big dang deal. And I was like, hey, we have another weekend and the weather is going to be so hot Let's go to what's called Hood River, which is about an hour from here. We had not been there yet. And every time I told people we haven't been there yet, they're like, what? You haven't been to Hood River yet? So we're like, okay, we need to find out what all the hubbub is. So Joey's talking to some coworkers and they're like, oh, did you know about windsurfing in Hood River? And we didn't previously know that much. Like we had heard some and Joey's like, maybe we should windsurf. So randomly the day before he goes and he looks and on Saturday afternoon, he looks it up and there's availability for us to take windsurfing lessons in Hood River. Okay. Mind you, we are both 40 years old and not skilled at water sports. This is not something I can water ski pretty decently, but I do it once a year on our family trip which didn't happen this year. So I have not done any water sports since last August. And Joey genuinely does not participate. Uh, He can ski and has, but it's not his favorite. So neither of us have done something like this before. And we're like, sure, let's go. You know, and some people I looked it up online and they're like, oh, it's really hard. Other people are like, oh, it's not that hard. So we really don't know what to expect. So we get this instructor and they're absolutely fabulous, so kind and really, really patient because learning the first steps of windsurfing when you've never surfed, when I don't, I don't regularly fly kites. Like I don't think about the wind. Yeah. I was born and raised in Kansas, but I don't think about the wind. (laughs) 
<laughs> that much. And it's a whole, there's just so many things to think about. There's getting up on the board. There's you have to get on the board and then you have to pull the sail out of the water, which is not light because it's like covered in water. So you've got to yank this huge sail up out of the water all while balancing and also thinking about the wind catching the sail and dumping you over if you're not holding it correctly. It's it's a whole thing. And then not only that, you've got to go out. Once you get out into the water, you have to turn around and it's it's just, it's very complicated. And here's the thing. So we're out there learning it. A couple of lessons from windsurfing. We're out there and we're learning it. And at one point I was like, I'm done. Like this is, I was so frustrated almost that I wanted to cry and my arms hurt so bad. And I had just begun and I was like, I'm going to have to not do this. I had that thought, like, I am just, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this. But then I saw Joey doing it and the instructor like told me I was doing a great job. And all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm going to give this another go. And it was on that next go that I stood up on that board and I yanked that sail up and I got going. And so it's just such a beautiful, there's so many lessons, so many lessons from windsurfing that I could share. And it really comes into this episode from Felicia. I feel like there's a beautiful lesson that I learned that really plays into what she speaks about. So she's a numerologist and what she does with it, what she's so fascinated about is that numerology really helps people with one of the biggest things that people struggle with, clarity, clarity. And I've asked people over and over and over, and I've asked people in my coaching sessions and clarity is one of the huge things that people seek. I just don't feel clear on the next steps. I don't feel clear on my purpose. I don't feel clear on exactly what to do, which is much like how I felt with learning how to windsurf. And like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing with my hands right now. How am I supposed to be catching the wind right now? Like, I just didn't feel like I understood what to do. And what Felicia feels like numerology helps us to do is to get that little bit of wind in our sails so that we can start to guide ourselves and start to feel what it feels like. Because that was the moment with wind sailing when it was like, I got it. As soon as the wind hit my sail and started to push me, I could feel exactly what I was supposed to do intuitively. All the thinking in the world, I was trying to think it, but as soon as the wind just like caught the sail, I just did it without even thinking because it just felt really natural once the wind was there and kind of pushing me along. So isn't that interesting? Because I feel like this is the truth for finding our clarity, for following our purpose, for following our path, like how I was floating across this lake with my wind sail, when you begin to follow along the path, when you catch a little bit of wind in your sail and it begins to push you. And when we allow ourselves to just intuitively be guided by what feels great, we're good. But when we start to overthink, y'all, when I would start to overthink 
<laughs> there was one lady, we kept almost running into each other and we're like coming across the lake and it's like slow motion. This is like Austin Powers when the guy is getting run over by the steamroller. I felt like this was me coming at somebody with my little surfboard. We're like slowly moving toward each other, but we can't figure out what to do to get out of each other's way. And she yelled at me. She was like, don't even look at me. Just don't even look at me and you will figure out exactly what to do and just feel it. And she was so right because I was looking, she's like, I figured this out a while ago. Like I can't look at the other person and start freaking out and trying to figure out what to do. She was like, just feel the wind and allow it to guide you. And that was exactly right. So when it comes to our purpose, when it comes to finding clarity, it's a matter of allowing ourselves to be intuitively guided by the wind, just intuitively guided by your flow, intuitively guided by your joy, by what feels good to you. Boy, did it feel good when the wind hit the sail. (laughs) When the wind just hit it, it was like, ah, there we go. I'm just flying across this lake. And then all of a sudden I would start overthinking it and it would get shaky again. And that's so natural, right? We're all going along on our paths. And at some points we feel like the wind is like whoosh and we start moving and then truly the wind will stop. Like what was working, what was flowing, all of a sudden for some reason it just stops and we get left kind of floundering like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And then maybe the wind kicks up again and we all of a sudden feel like we're falling over and we're like really trying to like grapple for something. This is how life works. We're never just totally 100% coasting as much as we want that. We're never 100% coasting because life is unpredictable like the wind. Sometimes we're flowing along and it's going so great. And then we get challenged with something. And what we get to do is find that wind again, keep just adjusting the sail. How do we move the sail just a little bit to the left? And how do we lean in to our happiness, the things that light us up, how do we lean into that light so that it catches again and we begin to flow with the current, begin to catch that wind and begin to start to sail along our path. So I'll take this metaphor all day down all kinds of rabbit holes. And it was so funny because I was having these thoughts too. I was like, Wow, so many things that I learned today about myself. First of all, I can be incredibly resilient as we all can be. Just in that moment that you think you're going to break is the moment that you've got to push forward. And it was with the support of somebody else that I pushed forward. The guide, the instructor was like, Jen, you've got this. You are doing a really great job. You've just got to get the feel for it. And she was right because on that very next go, I had no problem from then on. It's like riding a bike. I could just yank that sail out of the water and I never fell over again or even got worried about falling over because I knew the feel for it. And so we get to do that in our lives just in that moment where it's like, oh, I'm about to break. That is your breakthrough. When you're about to break, you're about to hit your breakthrough. And so keep going, keep pushing and move forward on that thing that you really want to do because you've gotten to this point where you're about to break because you really, really do want what is on the other side. And I genuinely got scared. I was afraid. (laughs) I was actually 
afraid. And the first time I felt off the board, I was so afraid. I got water in my nose. Like it felt like an epic fail, (laughs) epic, epic fail. And I just kept getting back up again. And so following your intended path sometimes is going to have some of these bumpy moments. But uncovering your purpose is really kind of like windsurfing. You just keep moving. You keep getting yourself up there. You keep giving it another go. And then eventually you catch the wind and you get moving. And then at some point you lose it and you find yourself kind of floundering. And then at some point you actually have to completely maybe pivot which is the turnaround, which is legitimately the hardest part of windsurfing (laughs) because you have to always be downwind. So you actually completely have to turn your board around and turn the sail. And that like turning the sail, it really was just the greatest metaphor for life because I'm like, this is like hoisting all of my effort to make myself turn. And sometimes we're just headed down this path and it's like, we know that we need to pivot, but we're like, no, 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 I'm good. The wind's got me. I'm just going to keep on sailing. But you know that you have to pivot. Eventually you have to pivot. And if you don't, you're going to end up in the dang seaweed, which I ended up in at one point because I got scared and I did not pivot soon enough. (laughs) I was just like, I'm good. I'm just going to keep sailing. And then I ended up in this, it was the most disgusting pile of seaweed, y'all. It was so nasty, so nasty. So I had to get off and get in the seaweed and turn my board around with my legs all just like these tentacles of seaweed all over my legs. So gross. So sometimes we, we need to pivot and pivoting can be really, really challenging. And yet, We know when the time is right. We can feel those nudges. We feel those intuitive nudges. So the more we can follow and connect, deeply connect to our intuition, the easier all of this is, which is why I'm such a proponent of breath work and really strengthening our mind-body connection, allowing ourselves to connect with our intuition, learning tools, learning processes that help us to connect with our intuition, stopping and taking a nice, deep belly breath into the nose, expanding that diaphragm, and out through the mouth, allowing ourselves to relax and rest. Doing this practice regularly, even in a moment like standing on a lake and freaking out about the wind, stopping and making that connection to my intuition helped me to better connect to the wind. And we can all be doing this in our lives. And there are beautiful tools like what Felicia has, which is numerology that helps us to guide ourselves when we aren't feeling the wind. When it feels like the wind just uh, goes away, where did it go? I'm floundering. I'm in that moment of trying to figure out what to do next. A tool like numerology, the Strengths Finder assessment, career test, the Enneagram, tarot, listening to podcasts like this, coaching programs, all of these things are here for us to help us catch the wind no matter where we are. I don't even know if I'm using the right term for catching the wind. I think I said catch wind and the lady thought that I was either talking about farting or talking about like going up into the air. So I'm sure I'm not using proper windsurfing water sports terminology here. (laughs) When we think about this in our lives though, 
Sometimes we need some support. Sometimes it feels like the air either isn't there. Maybe it really isn't. It's just not kind of there to support us right now. It's kind of in a pause. And maybe that's what we're meant to do is pause in those moments. And maybe we just need a tool to help us adjust just a little bit because sometimes it was just like a tenth of an inch was all I needed to move my left hand. And then all of a sudden, it was there for me. So using something like your intended life path in numerology, I found I found my numerology report. If you're really interested in getting a detailed numerology report, reach out to Felicia and have her do one of these for you because it really was so helpful to me as I was reading it. I was like, I am creeped out by how accurate this feels, but you can very easily calculate your life path if you want to using her her strategy to calculate your life path, which is just your birth date. So mine, for example, I'll tell you my birthday. It's December 19th of 1982. So you add the one and the two makes a three. I add the nine and the one makes a 10, which you reduce down to just the one. And then you add the 1982 all together. So in mine, once you add the 1982, it's 10 and 10 which makes 20, which reduces down to a two. This sounds really complicated. It's really not. But then you add the three, the one, and the two makes a six. So you can do this. It's just add the the month down to a single digit number, the date down to a single digit number, and then your year, the most complicated one, you just add it together until it creates a single digit number. And then you add those together to create another single digit number. And that's your life path. You can look this up online if that sounded complicated at all. But your life path indicates what you came here to do. And like Felicia said in the episode, what you came here to do is sometimes your most difficult thing for you to do. With the light with your contribution, with you following your joy, with you following that intended path, with you with you catching the wind and flowing with the current, with you listening to your intuition and guiding that beautiful light, also comes darkness, comes equal parts challenges. You are going to have those moments where you flounder, where the wind suddenly seems too strong, where all of a sudden you can't handle it where you might flip your joy breaker. We've talked about in other episodes, those kinds of things are going to happen. And the more powerful your lightness gets, the more you begin to catch the wind, the more you begin to sail, the more challenging it gets, which is true in windsurfing, by the way, the faster you go, the more challenging it gets. And so this is true on our life path. So if you would like a tool, a beautiful tool, really cool tool to support you, in understanding yourself better and helping you in those moments where you might be floundering, this numerology life path is really interesting. I'll tell you, for me, I'm the nurturing visionary. So this was really helpful to me because I was reflecting and it felt so true. I nurture wherever I go. I'm all about service and responsibility. I take on responsibility naturally. I also get so much joy out of helping people. The opposite side of this, the darkness of this is that when I take on so much responsibility, I will take too much and then I resent it. And I will want to help people so much that I begin to control. Like I want to take control of the situation and I have challenges with perfectionism and judgment and that control. So 
That is the dark side of my light. And so it's constantly overcoming these challenges. And the more and more I step into my service and my responsibility and my nurturing visionary self, the more I do this, the greater I do this, the greater those challenges become, just like with windsurfing. (laughs) As the wind kicks up and as I really start to catch air, when I make a little move, everything is so much more challenging. So the tr- the same is true for you. So go look up your life path and reflect on this for yourself. Think about, okay, where is the light side of this? Oh, where is some of that dark side? And our gift and our biggest challenge are it's two sides of the same coin. And that's how we find clarity. We see so much clarity in seeing both the lightness and the darkness, the flip side of it. And I think that's the most powerful thing that Felicia is sharing and that numerology can help you do and other tools as well. But this one in particular really points out the light and the dark. And I will say in her full report that she gave me, it speaks a lot about this. It also goes into depth on things like the me choosing a different name by getting married, me deciding to go from a Jennifer to a Jen. There are a lot of very detailed, interesting things if you get a deeper dive report that you can learn about yourself. So, so fascinating. (laughs) And the big thing to take away from this though is how much clarity we can get by two things. So the first thing that you gain so much clarity by is allowing yourself to be led by the wind, to be led by that intuition, to keep following your joy because your your intuition is going to guide you to the path of least resistance. We're going back to that windsurfing metaphor. When, when the wind catches your sail, that is the path of least resistance, which happens to be the path of your greatest joy. That's some Abraham Hicks stuff if you're interested, but I'm a firm believer in it. And that was true on that water. That wind caught the sail and it was so much fun. I was like, I am flying. So much fun. (laughs) Just coasting right along. The more I listened to my intuition, the more that I allowed myself to just feel into that wind, I started to really fly. And that's true with our purpose. That's where we find clarity is by allowing it to be easy, allowing our intuition to guide us to the next thing. We really trip ourselves up with our dark side, <laughs> with trying to, in my in my path, trying to control things too much, take too much responsibility for things, trying to make things too perfect, getting judgy about things. Those are all the things that pull me away from that nice, nice flow. So the second thing to keep in mind, the first thing is to lean into the ease. The second thing is to notice where our dark side is bringing up our challenges because the biggest progress that we make in this lifetime is by facing those challenges, becoming aware of when we are facing those challenges and leaning ourselves back into the flow leaning ourselves back into that ease, catching more of that wind and flowing across the water again. And then noticing when we start to hit another challenge, when we start to wobble and then catching it again. And that is how we make beautiful, beautiful progress on this planet. That's how we transmute more negative energy into positive, the more capacity that we have for our light, 
the faster we can fly on that water, the more that we can maneuver, the more impact we can make in the world. So I hope that you took away some beautiful things for yourself from this windsurfing slash numerology episode. Is that what you thought you were going to get when you started listening to this episode? (laughs) To help you truly find clarity because clarity comes with the ease. Clarity comes with following your intended path and you find your intended path by continuing to lean into the light, continuing to notice when you're being challenged by the dark. It's that simple and yet we make it so hard and it really can feel hard in the beginning. It's like learning to get up on that board. We're trying to place our hands in all the right places and try to understand. And once we get the feel for it, Once we understand what's happening, once we know that we're following our life path and what our light is and what our dark is, we can coast so much smoother. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means the world to me that you would spend time out of your busy day listening to these silly windsurfing metaphors (laughs) and reflecting on what it could mean for yourself. I hope you gained a little spark of clarity for yourself and that you're going to go out there and lean into your flow and notice your resistance just a little bit more today. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend who might need it. Maybe somebody who's trying to seek clarity for themselves. Maybe you get a little interested in numerology for yourself. If you did enjoy the episode, take a little screenshot of it and you can share it on social media with a little link and you can tag me at Untethered Jen and I will always reshare your posts. Thank you again so much. You just keep shining your magical unicorn light out there for all to see. I'll see you next time.